0: This is the Narrative Shift Podcast, where we talk about faith, justice, race, and everything in between. Hey, I'm Terrence Lester. And I'm Johnny Taylor. And uh, thanks for tuning in. All
1: right. Hey, guys. We are back with part two with Terrence Lester. Terrence. What's up? Do you want to talk about some grit?
0: We have to talk about grit.
1: Johnny?
2: Let's talk about grit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're talking about grit today.
1: We're talking about grit. We're talking about resiliency. Okay. We're going to talk about when we want to give up. Yeah. We're talking about how to stay faithful to our purpose. Yeah. During immense pressure. Um, yeah. Suffering.
0: Yeah. Loss. Yeah. In the
1: midst of pursuit of something bigger. Yeah. All of those things. Do you, I mean I know that I've struggled with reminding myself to keep going. Sometimes I wanted to just throw in the towel of my dream and what I feel I'm called to do and get a full-time job, health benefits and be done.
0: And be normal.
1: And be normal person.
0: <laughs> I've had that same struggle wrestle yeah all the time. Yeah, um and it's funny, too, because I think we were talking about this one time, that when you, you know, achieve some amount of success, people have this false idea that you're just always winning. Yes. And that there's never any real uh, challenges. Uh, but there are. Yeah. You know, you experience loss, uh, a lot of grief yeah. on the entrepreneurial journey. journey. Um Betrayal, yes. right? Um, I mean, it's a number of things. And sometimes when that compounds, it just it knocks the wind out of you. That's, you ever had the wind knocked out of you? I've had. Out of your sail?
1: I, more than a sail. Maybe I had to p- <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible I have 10 sails and they're all get knocked out?
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> kind of goes back to what I felt like. I was like, you know what? There was one day where I was like, I think that I'm just gonna quit. I'm gonna close the doors to everything. I'm gonna go to your business. M- to my business. I'm gonna go move to Washington State, live on a lavender farm and with an old lady and make essential oils with her. I had that temptation. You just had
0: that temptation? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's that pretty, extreme. pretty no, that, that's like, <laughs> it's that's, extreme. That's like It's very extreme. But that's beyond just getting a normal <laughs> job as a lavender farm. I, yeah, I don't think I'd have. Did you know help they edit. existed?
1: John? I d- I've
2: seen pictures of them, and <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, I might be doing that later. Um, uh, I mean, <laughs>
1: it's super peaceful. I mean, lavender calms you down. I think right, that's really right. what I wanted.
2: Ah, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it was it.
1: like I think I wanted. I wanted the chaos of my my life. Um, you know, if you're listening, like I'm sure you've probably experienced in some form or fashion. Yeah. Like. All of the plates are spinning and maybe they all dropped and you're like – they're all shattered and you're like, okay, should I just walk away? Right. Should I just be done with it? Right. Like my – I remember there was a time my parents told me uh, – growing up, I actually watched it, witnessed it too. My parents had a manufacturing plant and it was uh, all wood, lacquer, uh, all, all furniture. Lightning hit it, burnt to the ground within like 30 minutes, completely gone. They didn't have insurance because they were switching because they were moving –
2: are you buildings. serious? They watched,
1: like, the plates just drop, everything break. And then you ask the question, should I keep doing this?
0: Should I keep going?
1: Should I keep going?
0: It's like you hit a wall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, I, yeah. I, I know that feeling all too well. It's like you have rolled up your sleeves. You have put in the work. You've yeah. labored. You've broken up hard ground. <laughs> you've... <laughs> You've carried the wood. You've done everything, and like it all goes away, and you you you're left asking yourself, um, "Do I have what it takes to continue to build?" You know.
1: What do you say to yourself when that happened, or what did you say to yourself when that happened?
0: (laughs) Sometimes I, you know, uh, I wrestle with that. Just being honest, yeah. Um, I'm always wondering, you know. You question God, like, God, is this what you want me to continue to, you know, put my my hands to? Is this what you want me to continue to build? But then like there's this weird nothingness <laughs> that comes, right? It's like um you pray to God and you're like, God, am I supposed to continue to do this? And there's no answer. There's kinda like silence, right? Mm. And it's one thing that my mentor uh, oftentimes says, if God isn't speaking, then you're not finished. Hmm. Keep keep being faithful over the thing that is in front of you. And I kind of remind myself of that. It's like, you know, even at various stages in your business, like when you obtain a certain level of success, maybe you had a budget one month that is not at the same budget, you know, that it was last month or maybe you had a team and the team is like shrunk down to just you and someone else or whatever the case may be. Um, I think what he was basically saying that whatever God has before you just keep taking steps. But sometimes it's hard for me. Um, And I do reach out. I reach out to friends like you and a few others uh, just like just for accountability Um, just for people to speak into my life, to maybe tell me some things that I may not be seeing because sometimes like we can be blinded by our own pursuit of whatever that is, X, Y, Z. Right. And I think it's important to have those people around you that can relate to you, that can identify with you, but also that you trust enough to speak truth to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um. And there have been some some pretty hard moments on this journey, uh, where I I mean you've encouraged me before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people. I've, I've just had to lean in on 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 people that I trusted. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think sometimes we can. For me, for me, I've struggled with like the whole like throwing in the towel and like the insecurities really? like creep up, and I'm like, I think I'm just. I'm done. I'm so exhausted. And, but it's because I feel like God is being silent. And I love the advice that your mentor gave you. One of my friends told me the other day, they said, does it feel weird to own a business for, you know, eight and a half years. And in some ways feel like you're It's like a startup again. And I said, I said to him, I was like, you know, I, if I quit, it's not because I'm supposed to necessarily. I think it would be disobedient. Mm. Um, I think obedience isn't always pretty and it's not easy and it's hard, but it carves out all of the nastiness for what we're prepared to do, like achieve. Yeah. Um, And for me, it was, and still is, I feel this obedience to it, but sometimes you can kind of think like, am I delusional? Like, is this (laughs) like, you know, like, is this dream just like, is everybody watching and they're like, Oh, sweet thing.
2: Or right. laughing behind or the la- scenes. Yeah,
1: they're like, she just won't <laughs> give up. She's right. just stubborn, right. <laughs> but <Right>. she should. <laughs> yeah, but I, but it is those like quiet moments where I'm like, God, like I need supernatural energy for this because I'm done. And he surrounds me with people. Yeah. It, it goes back to what we've talked about before. Surrounds yourself with surrounds you with people that can't speak in. But
0: you know what else it reminds me of hmm. when you are going through. And this is just like raw and honest, like you're you constantly go back to the people who said, "I'm gonna be there with you
2: mm.
0: or you may you know uh look on social media and you see people who used to be around that are no longer there oh. uh and you just like it it reminds you of like i don't know so many different emotions um and you feel alone. Yeah, um, I've, I've had those experiences several different times, man, because there are people who I know for a fact were only around because of, they were, you know, start line, finish line people. They yeah. were just, like, there for the hype. Um, but I, I read this quote uh, one time that said commitment or being committed to something is uh, remaining faithful long after the feeling leaves after that you once said it or something like that. I don't know exactly how it goes, but it was basically uh, saying that, you know, most people, you know, proclaim they're going to be committed to something, but you know, when they go through the journey or the process of it, once that feeling leaves, they also leave. Yeah. And when you're an entrepreneur, if you've had people around you that made commitments and the feeling left and they left it leaves you feeling like should I leave?
1: That's so true,
0: right absolutely everybody else is left
1: yeah <laughs> so true. that's exactly right yeah you
0: know? so and you go through these emotions and it's like you know one one of the things I always go back to is like I've got to stay consistent mm-hmm. consistency is key. I know we we've uh, heard that before, but like it really is yeah um I was talking to this uh guy one time. And he was talking to me about all of the loss and stuff he had gone through, and like I, I, when I'm talking to him, his business is like on an uptick. He's like winning, but he was talking about all of the loss and the hardship and the hurdles that he had to go through. And he said all of the people who left bounced around from place to place, and I stayed consistent. Mm. And some of those same people have even come back. And I, he was just, he was just like. You can't be a bounce around from place to place type of person. Yeah. You've got to lock in and and remain consistent.
1: Yep, that's good.
0: I think you find grit there, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You do, because I think I remember, well, I'll share the story real quick, because I remember having an employee, it was like, it was during that radical pivoting, and they grabbed my hand and they said, I know you're scared, but I'm in this with you. I'm not going anywhere, and I was just that moment felt amazing. But she quit a month after that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, wow. and I
1: was like, should I quit because <laughs> she quit? But she was in it, but now she's not. Should I not be in it?
0: And, <laughs> you and, feel conflicted, right? <laughs> yes,
1: absolutely. Uh, that moment, just like loyalty, was so is so important to me, mm. and and consistency is, yes. is you're right it is consistency because consistency um, it, uh, it consistency in our character outshines any sort of counterfeit and the bounce around that you're talking about mm. um and uh, and I've always been consistent to my um, to my what I feel like my purpose and what my voices should should be used for but somebody said this to me and it helped me to settle a little bit with the bouncing around because I felt like, and you may feel this too, like you are in different projects to be able to fund some of your projects, so you feel like you're bouncing oh, yeah. around, but really you're still like on track. They said, um, look at look at the entrepreneurial life like a cobweb, not a ladder, and all of those pieces are contributing to the center of what your focus is.
0: Oh, that's good. Isn't
1: that good? That was that helped me because I'm because I I'm, I have my hands here and have my hands here, but all of the bottom line is still mission driven for people and my voice views for good. But but all of those like little grievances that you experience, like the employee that's like, I'm in this forever.
0: Forever. Also I need
1: to turn in my two weeks. <laughs> like those moments I've had a
0: few of those. They
1: do they they develop like almost calluses and some but like healthy ones maybe yeah. like that give you grit. Yeah. You're like, I am ready for conversations that are confrontational yeah. and that are hard. And that maybe I need to fire somebody or someone quits and I have to still get my, put my big girl britches on and move forward despite all of that develops that type of grit.
0: Yeah. And you develop thick skin. Yes. So like, yeah. I remember <laughs> it was year one. Can we talk about year one? Yes. Oh my gosh, Yeah.
2: Please talk about year one.
0: <laughs> Man. Uh. So year one, um, we had started to gain a lot of momentum and uh, we had this person that we helped. Uh, To start this business or whatever. Um, Long story short, uh, she had some uh, equipment to get rained on or something. Uh, We had like a little leak in the roof. We didn't own the building. Oh, wow. And um, she started like, uh, you know... Yelling and all sorts of things, sending my my wife and myself, like, these nasty emails. She threatened to sue us. This was a person that used to watch our kids, like, be very close. I mean, I was just tore up (laughs) inside about it. And then one day, I got just so, like, firm on the inside. I was like, I cannot. It was like all this Nehemiah verse where he's, like, building this wall He's on the wall, yeah, I think it's chapter six. He he says, um, "Tell him I can't come down because I'm doing such a great work or whatever." Mm-hmm. And I had made this resolve in my heart, like a, uh, you know, if this person wants to sue us, like you want to sue yeah. me, like yeah. what, yeah, um, over something that could cost fifteen bucks with chemicals to to clean off. Um, oh it was just, it was just like those types of attacks, you know, uh, or even like having people to come up uh, to our building and fake fall, like, community members and clients that, you know, we were trying to help and, like, threaten to call the police and sue and stuff. Like, people, I'm helping. (laughs) All types of stuff, man. Like, yo, I had this. (laughs) It's been all types of stuff. Yeah.
1: How do you, so how do you, like, how do you find closure in that? Like, or how do you look at it when somebody is, you're on mission and you are just being faced with adversity and then you're also being faced with adversity, not just outside the walls of just a normal entrepreneurship, but yeah. you're also being faced with the adversity of people that you serve. Yeah. Like, how do you find resolve in that for your, like to deal with it, to move forward?
0: Yeah. So there's this great speaker that was given a talk and he was talking about the progress progression of his uh ministry and speaking career or whatever. And he said, like, when he was on one level, um, he knew what was normal as it related to attacks, like the type of opposition, because he had experienced those things before. And then when he grew more, he started receiving, uh, like, opposition that he had never been accustomed to. And he said he remember reaching out to someone that he looked up to, and that person said, oh, that's just normal. And he said, "What happened was he had to redefine a new normal uh because when you grow or when you progress, like uh things that you were accustomed to in in terms of opposition, you know there are new <laughs> <It's so laughs> new true. new things that will oppose you right yeah, <clears throat> and so I remember reaching out uh to this guy who had been doing this type of work, <clears throat> i think like twenty plus years." And uh, I looked up this guy, still do, and he started telling me stories of worse things that have happened, like Mm -hmm. people who actually filed a lawsuit that he was trying to help people who, you know, who threatened to do certain things. I mean, criticism and all that stuff. And it was just like, oh, you dealt with that? Yeah. Because it it wasn't normal to me. Right. 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 But just to have someone that I could talk to who had gone through uh, those types of circumstances, I guess redefine the new normal. So sometimes now when I experience that type of opposition, I expect it because you know that just comes with the territory. It Comes
1: with the territory. It's yeah. It's yeah. That's do great. you th-
0: do you think though that people uh, who go through hardships haven't become accustomed to like this idea that it just comes with the territory.
1: Yeah. I think sometimes self doubt really gets in the way of accepting that. Unpack that. (laughs) Like, I think that if you have a lot of doubt in yourself, any sort of little hit feels like this is just trying to end me instead of going, this is part of the territory. Wow. So I think like I I noticed that within me because like my sister, her and her husband own a business. And some of the things that I've heard them go, like, go through, I'm just like, <laughs> like what Wait, you're saying. you have a sister? I have a sister. I got two.
0: Older? Younger? Yeah.
1: Older. I'm the, I'm the youngest.
0: Okay. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. So sorry for the side note, but. <laughs>
1: sorry for the side note. So my sister, my, my uh, middle sister. She's like one of my best friends. She's six years older than me. She lives in Colorado and she's got, they own a chiropractic office out there. They're in the people business and they see all sorts of things all the time. And I'll call her and I'll like be sad and crying or upset or frustrated. And she's so kind because she's seen it before and worse. And then she tells me things that she's going through that are exponentially worse than mine. And then it reminds me, oh, it's part of the territory. Mm. Like I'm just developing thick skin. Yeah. Resiliency, the grit that it takes to move forward. Like any small little, you know, blow to my ego or to our team or our growth. It's like, it's just a hiccup. Yeah. It's just contributing to the grit that I think it take, what it takes for a leader to do some of the things that they need to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah yo <clears throat> I read this um <clears throat> I read this quote that I have to read here. It's written by one of my favorite writers, Henry Nowen. Ooh. and uh, it says, "A seed only flourishes by staying in the ground in which it is sown. When you keep digging the seed up to check whether it is growing, it will never bear fruit." Think of yourself as a little seed planet, in rich soil. All you have to do is stay there and trust that the soil contains everything you need to grow. This growth takes place even when you do not fill it. Mm. That, it's powerful, right?
1: That is so good.
0: It's a metaphor for uh, staying the course, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, like, w- as crazy as it may be sound remaining in the dirt is staying the course yeah because as we uh weather the storm yeah no pun intended (laughs) but like we we grow from it right yeah um how how have you grown Mm. as a result of Mm. just staying the course remaining faithful
1: yeah oh that's been hard and i would be a hypocrite if i said that i've um, I haven't struggled with it because i I do. and i and i I feel like I do sometimes daily. Um, but for me, where I've grown the most is in the dark, dark, hidden times of my life. Mm. Um, and I think that I read a book called Anonymous, and it's really just changed my life in so many ways of having a different perspective of of hidden and and dark seasons. and um I think sometimes we, like ninety percent of our life is in. Is it's like an iceberg, right? It's like ninety percent is underground. Yeah. Um, I feel like ninety percent of my potential is underground. I feel like it's right in the darkness. But um, where I've grown the most is God car. He carves out in private and in dark what the public eye can't handle. Mm. And 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 so for me, thank God
0: he does that.
1: Golly, right? I've done both. He did it publicly. <laughs> <laughs> And then he has also you don't done want it, it right? publicly. You don't. It's off. It's hard to come back, from. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: but he also has done it so gently, privately. I was, let's say I did it publicly. He did it privately. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, so for me, I think it's being okay with knowing that there's hard seasons. Like just accept acceptance mm. is what it is. It's accepting that it's part of the territory, and. If I'm in, if I have the right people surrounding me, on 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 my path, and um, I'm in daily, minute by minute conversations with God, I, it, that has helped develop me more, um, than when I was extremely independent and had the wrong, unhealthy yet, full of clout type of people in my life.
0: Yeah. What
1: about you? For resiliency, <clears throat> how have you? maintained it. I guess it goes back to the why. I know you talked about that the last one, but.
0: Well, one, uh, for me, I know my kids are are watching. Mm. Um, and that's been a huge motivator because I'm always preaching to them about never giving up. Right. Um, Mm. and I also want them to, even if, if all of what we have done has just been for them to have a, a good foundation and structure to, to believe that they could like burst through glass ceilings. That's like a huge uh, motivator for me. And then, uh, two, like, I just, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> there's no plan B. Yeah. Uh, I literally am a hundred percent all in. Um, you know, it's been hard though. It's like, you know, I mean, could you see me? No shade to like a department store, but like you walking in the department store. <laughs> like, hey, ma'am. <laughs> hey, ma'am.
1: Uh. <laughs> I just have a visual you at Belk's. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you said department store, I right. love Belk's. I, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't see no you there. Bilks, I love Belk's. But... I've asked her to get my makeup.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, or, I, no.
1: No. I, <laughs> no. No. Just no. Just no. <laughs> Just no.
0: <laughs> so even... <laughs> no, it's seriously. Uh, I mean, it's, ser- it's serious, though. Like, it's, it's not that, you know, I'm, I feel like I, I couldn't do that type of work. Yeah. I know I'm not called to that type of work. Right.
1: right? There's a difference. And I would yeah. be,
0: like, really frustrated with... Doing something uh, that I wasn't called to. It's almost like uh, using something that was manufactured for something uh, for another purpose, like this glass of water that's sitting right here on the table. What if Mm -hmm. we use that as a door stopper? You know what I mean? It's just like. (laughs) Yeah, it just
1: doesn't work. It could do it, but. It it
0: could do it, but. It's not what it's made for. It's not what it's made for. And how long would that last before someone is like. Who <laughs> would break it? <laughs> yeah, like, this doesn't belong here. That's <laughs> And it. I probably would feel that way. That's... I don't belong here. <laughs> I don't
2: belong in Belk's.
1: <laughs> you don't want to sell mascara? Right. You know, that's such a
0: good thing. <laughs> Could you
2: imagine? <laughs> but ha- have you tried it?
0: No.
1: <laughs> I don't You probably try would it. be really good at it. <laughs> um, You're a people person. No, that's such a great point. I remember my very first, well, not my very first job. I worked with my parents' company for a while um, for all of my upbringing. <laughs> they, just made, <laughs> just made, wow. they just made me work there up until I was 21. And then I started working for this organization and they hired me to do data cards and spreadsheets and cold calls. Now, if anybody knows, uh, my team would laugh to know that I would have done data cards into spreadsheets because I'm just terrible at those things. Like, I'm awful. You did
0: data, data, data cards? Data cards into spreadsheets. Just oh. putting
1: in all the fields. Just... I mean, hundreds, five hundred thousand, ten thousand cards into spreadsheets. That's what I did for data. like the first data. Mm-hmm. Data. Data cards into spreadsheets. Just putting those cards in there. Just data. To, for two years, I did that. No. Yeah. And then How many
0: thousands?
1: <laughs> thousands. And that company, I think, knew they were like, "This girl is not great at this." Is I mean, she. I'm. It's getting the job done. Yeah. But. She's. It's not her gifting.
0: (laughs) It's it's not the best use. (laughs) Not my wiring. Your time.
1: So I think when you accept how you're gifted and you're wired, and then I think when you accept that you're gonna be hit with just hard stuff, you'd and surround yourself with people that are focused and that can keep you focused. Yeah. And they have maybe been a couple steps ahead of you. Yeah. You maintain this, like, sober mind to just continue to move forward, which develops yeah. a grit in yeah. your journey.
0: That's good. I would say one last thing, though, is um, I use hardships as opportunities to uh, be introspective, mm. to see how I can go uh, grow as I go through hardships. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, my man Steve Harvey said one time. He says, uh, uh, all hardships have an expiration date. Mm. You know? Um, thank goodness. Thank goodness. That'll preach, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, but how do you, how do you manage yourself, right? Or steward even the in-between time? Like the, I think you uh, said it was like a, uh, like a, uh, it's like transition or it's, uh, you know, the moment where you're in limbo. Mm, limbo. You use, yeah. You, <laughs> you use that seasons. that word. Yeah. It's just like the best use of that time, even when you are, uh, when you do find yourself in that season, is to, uh, you know, focus on your self-growth. Yeah. Because when you emerge from that, yeah, you're going to be stronger, better, wiser. Um, yes. You're going to have more clarity. Yes. Mental focus. Uh, You may learn some things about yourself during those seasons that you didn't learn uh, or hadn't learned about yourself in your whole life, right? Yeah. And I think by growing when you're going through uh, different seasons like that, it makes you even more resilient.
1: Yes. Limbo is preparation, not punishment.
0: Limbo is preparation, not not punishment. punishment. Wow. Yeah. Yeah yeah Boom. that's good so Come if you're on. if you're someone out there and you have been in limbo, yeah or transition yes or find yourself in the middle
1: of a hard season. yeah
0: the middle is a, a weird place it's a because you're no longer where you once were mm-hmm. and you're not where you're going yet.
1: You almost have an identity crisis
0: Oh in the middle yeah you gotta find strength in the middle yeah if you're that person, we want to encourage you. Yeah. You got some words?
1: Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm full of them. <laughs> some of them are good. And I mean, if you are in the middle, if you're in the middle of a hard season, in the season of limbo, see it as a space to prepare you for the next steps, and and it's, mm. it will give you a level of grit that not a lot of people are willing to um, endure. Yeah. To to persevere.
0: It's good. You have what it takes.
2: Yeah, yeah, you do. You have what it takes. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard or in any way felt inspired, we'd encourage you to go leave us a review, leave us a comment, um, and subscribe to the podcast. We'd also love it if you'd reach out to us on social media. You can follow Aaron at Erin Eddy, that's E-R-Y-N-E-D-D-Y. And you can also follow her organization, So Worth Loving. She's on all social media platforms. You can follow Terrence at I'm Terrence Lester. That's I-M-T-E-R-E-N-C-E-L-E-S-T-E-R. And you can also follow his organization, Love Beyond Walls. They're also on all social media platforms. And then finally, you can follow me at johnnytaylor95. That's johnnytaylor 95 And that's on all social media platforms. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you tune in next time.